Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. What up, High Fivers? Your boy, High Five Tom, uh, also known as McWalkie Tom. If you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, check out the Stranding Wizards 11th anniversary, which up on the Discord. But Will, I've got my good friend Will over here. Will, how are you this evening? I'm doing all right, Tom. It's uh, a little bit of a heat wave today. It was up in the 40s today after being like 20s the last couple of days. It's yeah, cold, yeah. Yeah, same here. So, you guys getting snow on the ground? No, we, we got. There was like a little bit of a flurry the other day, but we haven't really had anything like to speak of. Yeah, yeah, same. It's been it's been pretty cool. I got a I got a new sweatshirt in. I'm obviously not wearing it because it's plenty warm enough on the third floor. But <laughs> from uh, let me let me get the name of the shop right because I don't want to mislabel them. Uh, I believe it's called Heel Turn Merch. Or heel turn goods. That's cool. I got a uh, pretty neat uh Watt. Yep, heel turn goods. Uh, they ship out of Minnesota, right? MN Minnesota. Yep, Minnesota. 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 Uh, I got. They did a. Uh, I mean, I ordered some some stuff because they just put up uh, their Hayabusa line again. And I got a I got a snapback because I I like the shirts and stuff, but I really can't commit to more shirts right now. I'm trying to get rid of a lot of shirts, so I'm like, that shirt's so fucking cool. I'm like, I'll get the fucking hat because the hat is sick. Yeah, same print. I'll get that. Got a couple other Christmas presents and uh, I'll, I'll hold it up. Not sure how it's gonna read. Oh, nice. Yeah, actually, perfect. It's a Bray Wyatt inspired stuff, and on the front it says "Who killed the world?" You did, and it's got a little stitched in like mask part you can pull up. It's got the fiend. So he hasn't wrestled yet, right? Bray Wyatt. I don't think so. I feel like when he first came back, I saw a lot of recommendations for like watch clips, and I haven't really heard anything. But I have not been watching. Hmm. I'm behind on everything. I'm behind on the E, behind on Impact, I'm behind on New Japan. I'm ten years behind on Ring of Honor. <laughs> but it, well, for you know, I keep talking like we're it's like, oh yeah, next month uh, you know, Ring of Honor's in Milwaukee. Everyone's like, Wait, what? I'm like, yeah, they're back at turn I'm like in 2013, asshole. Duh. And ten years ago they were here. <laughs> yeah. I like your Tope Suicida shirt, by the way. Dang, this is uh, of the dead design. Boy, I wonder where they got the inspiration for that from. Who knows? And uh, shouts out of the dead design. Got a lot of his stuff too. Big yeah. fan. Yeah, I, like I said at first, I thought you had a suicidal tendencies t shirt on. So, no, I did think of you the other day when I did try to watch some New Japan. Uh, Hiromu. Uh, Tanahashi has a big uh, suicidal tendencies patch on the back of his jacket. Nice. I mean, everyone should. I got a huge fucking bumper sticker. I just don't know if I want to put Tom, it Tom, you got a big-ass tattoo. <laughs> well, it's not big. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not as big as I'd like, but 
Well, I mean, I know you, you want to go with the Mike Muir, like, full-on back piece, but. Yeah, so. I've only seen that once. Do you believe that shit? Do you believe that they don't play uh, institutionalized anymore? I mean, it's kind of like how now, now you're 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 a big uh, suicidal fan, Tom. Yeah. Do you, do you enjoy institutionalized? I do. Do you think it's their best song? Because a lot of people would say it's their best song because it's a song that everybody knows. No, I wouldn't think it's their best song. No. Definitely, they're probably their most popular. I mean, depending on like most popular, like outside of like suicidal fans, if that makes sense. Like the biggest crossover. Probably the music video, right? Yeah. And it was in repo, man, too. And so. uh, did you have you seen and heard the body count cover? Oh, yeah. Love it. Fuck a vegan. I'm drinking my Kool Aid. <laughs> Put in your password. I don't know my fucking password. Your, your password has been sent to your email. I can't get in my email, motherfucker. I just want to play Xbox. Do you know how much sugar is in that Kool-Aid? Do you know how much blood is in the human body? That ham sandwich is going to kill you. Not unless it make a ham sandwich and comes out. Oh, yeah, I love that version. Sorry. I'm a big Ice-T fan, so. And body I need, I, need, I need to listen to more suicidal tendencies. I got I to gotta fill in all the gaps. Yeah. But again, as we've, as we've said, I'm not good about going back. Yeah, I mean all their new stuff. I mean, come it's is there new stuff? Is is one is there newish suicidal? Yeah, I think the newest one's 2018, 19. So I mean all starts the same, like sound the same, you know. I get that. I I kind of discussed that a little bit when I was at my my buddy Devin's place. Um, we're watching full gear that a lot of the kind of more extreme metal stuff doesn't quite do it for me as much anymore because it, it gets too repetitive. Yeah, like Slayer's like, I mean, they, they've had, you know, shade like with Repentless off their last album was really fucking good. Um, a couple of tracks, but yeah, it's just kind of... That same. last album was dog shit. Let's, let's not sugarcoat it. Repentless was awful. <laughs> it, was, it was better than the two before it. See, I disagree. I liked World Pain and Blood. I don't love how it was mixed, but I thought it was a, a decent album. And Christ's Illusion was good. I feel like I'm missing one. Because I feel like there must have been another one, but I don't think there is. It was Christ's Illusion, World Painted Blood, and then Repentless. I think so too, yeah. But anyway. I think what it says it all is I listened to, back when I listened to the Metal Sucks podcast, they did like a kind of like a live reaction. With like people calling in, like talking about different tracks, and they got like halfway through the album, they're like, "This is just terrible." <laughs> Have you seen the video for Repentless? Yes, love it. Have you seen the whole trilogy? Yes. Yeah, pretty dope. I like the the playing with dolls video series they did. I don't know if it was ever like officially like put out anywhere, but. CD came with the DVD. It's tight. Oh, yeah. I've got that. I didn't actually watch the DVD. I got so many fucking DVDs I haven't even fucking opened yet, so. You know, when we get around to it, 
10 years from now. Maybe I'll watch that uh that final battle that I got in my box of wizardry. Maybe I'll pop that in and watch it on the, the TV. Yeah, which one they sent you again? I got it's one of the later ones. They it was in Lowell, Massachusetts, so I could have been there. Hmm. But you weren't well, were you? I I wasn't. Next time. I was still I was young. I was naive. I didn't know any better. Yeah, I want, well, I was going to say, I wonder if they're even going to fucking tour, but they don't even have a goddamn TV show, so who the fuck Well, they, they revamped the Honor Club website, and they said that was going to be the first indication, so he's going to make a big announcement at a final battle. So, big announcements, Tom. <laughs> well, before we start ranting and raving about the Honor Club, let's go over Brundon. Um, our fellow Shining Wizards cohort anniversary person. Um, Shout out, Brendan. At Irish Misfit. At Irish Misfit. Um, who got, actually got all the down the aisle clips um, that they'd barely used. Um, I know. There, it, it bums me out because have you, have you heard? Sorry to derail this. People should go listen to the Shining Wizards. We love them. It's a great time. They even admit you don't have to go back and listen to everything. Because yeah. as somebody who's been listening since episode like 150 something, hmm. it's uh the show's come a long way. <laughs> yeah, but uh the, the sleep jacking story is fun. Ah. Yeah, and that was one of the ones that didn't quite make it. And even Brendan said like some of those clips uh can't really times because whether it's something they said, it's a sample on the soundboard. Like there there used to be some pretty aggressive stuff. <laughs> Well, 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 clearly it was aggressive. Yeah. What so, can you do? It was the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Attitude Era, man. We were Attitude Era kids. All right, well, our question to Sonner from the Irish Misfit, our boy Brundon. Who do you guys think would have been the next breakout star for Ring of Honor before they stepped down? And his answer is... Uh, you thinking Vincent? Obviously, the righteous, you know, had the title belts. Looks like they're probably going to push. Um, that story with your boy G Lethal looked like pretty fun. Um, and I agreed with him too. He kind of stole my thunder here. But Willow should be and would be the wo- women's champion at this point if they'd still gone going where they are. So hopefully, the longest reigning women's champion. No offense to Mercedes Martinez. I do enjoy Mercedes Martinez, but give Willow that goddamn strap. So, when I was thinking about this question, I still don't have a solid answer because I'm trying. It's kind of like what you describe as like a breakout stock, right? Mm-hmm. Like Vincent is a great choice, and he crossed my mind a lot. Vincent, those headline pay per views. Vincent has had multiple title reigns, so it's like, at what point do you consider him like a breakout star? I guess that's just the part I'm struggling to define. Because I mean, obviously, there's tons of talented people. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm biased, but I would have loved to have seen Gresham kind of get elevated to a more legendary, kind of, kind of beyond Ring of Honor recognition. Yeah. Like, if he could have gone to Impact while Ring of Honor was still an active thing, and hey, he's like showing up, and he's like. I'll defend this belt anywhere. Like, 
and he did defend it a couple times at impact, but like I would have liked to have seen him really kind of break out of the Ring of Honor bubble. Yeah. To to get a little more mainstream recognition. Other than the mainstream recognition he gets now for being married to Jordan Grace and for having arguments with Tony Khan. Yeah, I would. I mean, that is definitely probably the biggest heartbreak for Ring of Honor dying when they did was was Gresham and what could have been. Um, that, that, the, the whole everything leading into Final Battle is it's still a little bummer to just to think of all the stuff that we were supposed to get, where the stories would have gone from there. And then just to know it's like, yeah, it's never gonna. Like I, I don't have that kind of connection with like a like a WCW because WCW I didn't really watch. I was aware of it. Yeah. And by the time I started watching wrestling, WCW was already gone, so it's not like there was like stories that I was like invested in. I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna see how like this plays out. Like ring of honor was like firing all cylinders and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we're going to be shutting down after final battle. It's like, wait, what? You just came back. It's like, you were doing so good for the last like year and a half though. What happened? But it's cool to see now seeing things like, I think Shane Taylor promotions could have gotten a lot bigger too. Yeah. And again, Shane Taylor is a guy who's been kind of floating around like the upper mid card level, but, I think Connor Moses definitely, O'Shea Edwards could have definitely benefited getting a bigger bump up. Yeah. Yeah, Shane Taylor is definitely, I mean, not really a break as I mean, because he was already a star, obviously, but I think he would have been the person to dethrone Gresham and really kind of really ran with the ball. It would have been, like you said, brand. It was just such a great state. And then you think, Soldiers of Savagery over in like it's World Tag League season. Yeah. I mean, there's no Rules of Destiny anymore, you know, for the foreseeable future because the other one's out with injury and the other one's on a singles run. But it's like Khan and Moses in Japan, like there's nobody that looks like Moses in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. And Khan is cut from diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I, I guess I guess I think I'll settle. I'll I'll make them. I I think the uh, the soldiers of savagery. I think we could have seen given a little more time. Yeah, but there's there's really no bad option. I mean, there's so many so many really cool things going on. Yeah, I mean, like I said, um, and I really think, I know obviously they're not breaking up stars considering Mike Bennett's currently on our Ring of Honor TV from 2012, but I really think the OGK would have made a very good run. Um, you know, no offense to the Briscoes. Obviously, the Briscoes are legends, but, I mean, it would have been good to see them get a run. Uh, but Shane Taylor, but um, I think, like, true, true breakout stars, um, Dak Draper, I mean, the guy, I mean, he's got it all. I mean, he can cut a fucking promo. He's cut from fucking Granite. Uh, he's yep. now, now he's in NWA. Is he really? Yeah. Nice. I'm glad he oh, you landed. You missed that a couple episodes on the Wizards ago when uh, Tony was asking who could who would you rather have instead of Tyrus. Oh, yeah. And Kevin's like, you got somebody like Dak Draper there, and Tony's like, Dak Draper's not world champion material. Like, maybe not yet. He's got the look. He's got the athletic. I mean, cuts great promos. 
Um, and his gimmick was great. The the the, the participation medals and yeah. like he rips off the shirt and has the same shirt on underneath. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Willow would have been a humongous breakout star. She would have been a mega, mega, mega star. But um, I think Joshua, I think it was, they should have strapped up jaw, the rocket to Josh Woods. So it seems like they're kind of trending that direction. You know, obviously breaking yeah, up. See, seeing how the foundation would have all shaken out would have been really cool to see. Yeah, and maybe Joe Henry gets shot, man. I I, I believe in Joe. Yeah, Henry. I mean, Joe Henry's got a. He was just he just won a title on Impact, right? He's the new digital yeah, I think media he's champion. Internet champ or digital media champ? Yeah, he's a digital media champ. I too believe in Joe Henry. So, um, you know, yeah. know who I say? I'll I'll throw this out. This is kind of like an add on. It's somebody that I was hoping post Ring of Honor would get. Again, I don't watch the E, so I don't really know how much or how little this person is featured, but uh, currently Kelly Kincaid, yeah. former, formerly Quinn McKay, I thought she was a huge part of that pandemic era Ring of Honor. Her and her story against the allure and like her with Caprice and Riccoboni and when she's like, oh, I'm going to be on NXT, it's like, oh, this is cool. But it's like, is she really going to go anywhere, though? Because the whole idea was, like, it was, the E doesn't really push their backstage interviewers to be more than just microphone stands. Is she is she back in that role with this level up thing, or is she in the ring? She's not in the ring. She is backstage interviewer. Yeah, it's funny, because, yeah, because she just started popping up in AEW from 2018. Even though she ghosted him to go to Ring of Honor, but I'm not going to throw shade because that's the third party information I learned. Uh, but yeah, she was she had some great matches with Scarlett. Uh, she had a great match with Kimberly um, in AAW back to eight to eighteen. So and she's got she's got buckets of personnel. Yeah. So yeah, she was definitely um, the glue that. I mean, obviously it was her, and then you know Ian and Caprice. You know, really kept them afloat, and listen, it was great content. Like I said, it was the best thing going with the pandemic. So, yeah. Well, Brandon, thank you for your your question of dishonor. Um, hopefully, we did uh, much dishonor to your question, uh, but I do want to bring the podcast down here a little bit, Will, so we can rant and rave and get this off our chests. But um, today, a big day today, Ring of Honor revelry history, basically the functionality. Of Ring of Honor revelry, but uh, the new Honor Club started today. It, it rolled out at some point recently. I I kind of had a feeling that my my old login was going to work when I went to the website. I'm like, ooh, this looks gussied up. Yeah, <laughs> and I I was taken with how the menus all flowed through. Yeah, and the what the webs like. Look, don't get us wrong. The website functionality is way better. Right. Than the setup it was. It's a lot easier on the eyes. It moves a lot better. It doesn't bounce you around like how you used to have to go in. You go to Honor Club, then you have to click to log in, then you have to go back to Honor Club, then you go to TV Archive, then you. Like, yeah. it's, the website is a lot more user friendly. Yeah. Tom's got some gripes about the uh, playback function. Which I don't have yet. 
because Tom's a good dude. We watches these episodes twice. You guys yeah. get, I get, you guys get a single viewing from me and whatever I remember. But uh, no, uh, you said no fast forward. Uh, no, uh, rewind your fast forward button. You can't, you can't do the, you know, ten seconds back, fifteen seconds back thing. And you can't uh, watch it on double speed. So when we get to those road rage episodes, this is going to be excruciating. Yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna be tough. Um, like no, just you know, I know it's <laughs> you know, time is an essence, and I you know, three watching a three hour and taking notes. You know, I mean, I, I got, I'm not smart like Will. I gotta take notes. So I should take notes. Well, I mean, I, I would be fucking lost. I mean, I watched this episode a couple days ago, and I completely forgot about it until I rewatched it about two hours ago. So I almost forgot to watch it all together, Tom. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I was just irritated. They didn't. There was no notification. You know. Yeah, there's no like you think they would have at thrown that ad up there somehow and been like, hey guys, new honor club's rolled out. So like you gotta re-sign up. Yeah, nothing. You know, if you're owed anything. Like we were talking, like my account was only paid through it was paid through December. I had to pay them the nine ninety nine this month. So it's like I should be getting I mean really I should get a couple months because there was that stretch where my account didn't work at all. <laughs> Tony Khan owes you like 30, 40 bucks. He owes me a t-shirt. He owes me one 2X t-shirt from PWTs. I'll take a Ring of Honor logo shirt there. TK, buddy. I do need a Ring of Honor logo shirt, but I'm sure shit shit not getting his new logo, but that's neither here nor I. It's one of those things where I kind of want to get some. I like some of those designs, but again, I'm trying to really filter out some t-shirts with the expectation that there are a couple kind of like in the pipeline that I know I'm going to get. So it's like, let's just try to clean it up. You know, it's taste change. Your interests change. Like used to be all band shirts. And there's not as many band shirts. Now it's back to being like all wrestling shirts. Yeah. I know I'm the same way. So, and we're trying to rotate like tank tops out, long sleeves back in. I mean, it's that time of year for long sleeves. It's tough to pull off the tank top time of year, but. But you do live on a third. I still would. I, I still go out with my flip-flops. I mean, yeah, so do I. So. It, it's the freedom. Can't wear flip-flops to work. So I can't wear shorts to work, so. Can't wear shorts to work? Not working in the department I'm in now. I couldn't At, uh, Where I worked before, I could. I could wear shorts. So I would I would rock the shorts and the hoodies a lot. No, Will, um, it looks like we're not going to be coworkers anytime soon because I need to wear shorts. I mean, there there are parts of the store you could wear shorts, but working in the uh, food areas, gotta have some slacks. Yeah, well, that and the fact it'd be a fifteen hundred mile commute. You know, I don't know. If it is a bit of a commute. So you never know, though. I mean, I mean, we've talked about moving out that way, but that's another story for for offline. So listen, I I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah, I mean, we do love New Hampshire, so I mean. I don't. I don't know. I mean, we could have a whole podcast about cost of living and wrestling markets, but it's. Uh, well, I mean, I'm pretty entrenched, so I'm assuming the market here in Wisconsin is a little better. Um, I don't know because I mean, there's so much fucking wrestling here. I mean, I mean, I could go to a fucking you know three events every fucking weekend. So if if I live closer to I, I not, I'm not far from Mass, but like 
especially in the wintertime, it gets hard. Like, there's a ton of shows like uh, our friend Mike Peterson is going to Wrestling Open. I really want to go to a Wrestling Open. I really want to go to an American Rock. But getting to Worcester, especially in the wintertime, sucks. Yeah. When I could just buy the event and watch it at home from my cozy apartment with all the snacks and whatever that I want. Yeah, there's something to be said for that. I mean, the the downside is I don't get to fist bump and high five Warhorse from my couch. Well, I mean, you can invite him over. I could. So, he's making a comeback. I think he's coming back to Warrior. Yeah, he's he's coming back to he's he's back in the states now because he was doing the the UK tour. Okay, that's what it was. So. But he's going to be at Wrestling Open, same event that uh, Emmy Sakura is going to be at. Oh, shit. So that's uh, that's what Mike Peterson's going to do. The very Shout- funny. Yeah, he's, he is very funny. Shouts out at LOL Mike Peterson. His uh, his column for the recent Shiny Wizards anniversary episode had me rolling. Yeah, I was I was cracking up. I could not help it. Yeah, that before I even realized what the the shtick was supposed to be, I was I was dying. Yeah, the whole Kevin uh, sharing a bank account with his mom thing got me. That really sealed the deal. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I don't mind change. Just a little bit of notice would have been nice. I just want to make sure they don't double charge me because now my payment date. You know, I get used to a payment date, and you know. They didn't offer yeah, I mean, you pay for a year. Like you'd think they want to advertise that, especially if you I mean, realistically, it might hit a point where Ring of Honor is may not get a TV deal. Ring of Honor might become a thing that you just get through Honor Club. Honor Club again. Because they took all the TV episodes off of YouTube. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah, because I tried finding this one and I couldn't find it. There's a bunch from 2012, but I'm like, ooh, I can I can even watch on double speed on YouTube. So, yeah, we'll see. I I look at it now as I'm still very hesitant. I don't I don't trust Tony Khan to do, do right by my Ring of Honor, but I'm not paying for the product again, so I can bitch as much as I want. Yeah, am I going to get Final Battle? It's coming up soon, right? Yeah, I think December 10th, I think. What the fuck? See, it'll just wind up like all the GCW shows that I've bought and never watched. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Hall of Fame. Oh, Hall of Fame episodes. The fuck? So I still have to watch those, too. So I can watch Joe Kobashi. What the fuck? See, now this doesn't seem as functional as it did when I checked it this morning. Homepage. What the fuck? Events. Ah. I know, great content here. Basically, I'm just going back. I was just kind of wondering... Where's the TV? Oh, there we go. TV. Okay, there we go. Um, how they handled the 
all this the pre two thousand eleven stuff where they just oh they still didn't put that all together okay so each event goes by um by match. Oof. Yeah, those were rough watches. Hopefully, there may be at least an order. Small Joe versus Brian Danielson, but. All right, well, Will, we're not worried about 2022 Ring of Honor. We're worried about 2012. And we the are last, the last thing I'll say about 2022 Ring of Honor. I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited for uh, Dynamite tomorrow night. Why? Chris Jericho, the Ocho, spending the title against Tomohiro Ishii. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that was a fun promo with him and Orange Cassidy. What's in that bag? Yeah. This. So, well, high fivers after all that. Will and I, we're going to go. This is episode 62, Will. We are 62 episode TV in here. Um, 48 episodes of covering said episodes, but we're in Pittsburgh. We are. But uh, it's not a road rage issue, so they didn't bring a road rage edition. So they didn't bring out Bruno for no apparent reason. So that was nice. No offense to Bruno San Martino, but um, no, kind of a carryover, kind of a continuation because, I mean, especially when you realize that it's all taped in blocks, where it's like, yeah, oh, it's last week, but really it's like an hour ago. Nigel was made head matchmaker, so now Kevin Kelly's doing it all solo because there's no, because uh, Nigel's just got pulled off the desk. Yeah, and that kid with the Daniel Bryan shirt still in the front row, so. Um, yeah, show starts off. Nigel calls out wrestling uh, wrestling scariest tag team. Uh, they were not at the team meeting. Um, and uh, we we're we we're speaking off air. This uh, this episode was a lot of fun, but uh, promos. I love you, Shelton Benjamin. I really do. Um, but don't let Shelton Benjamin talk. Um. They do run. They run down Red Titus and Benjamin Whitmer. I don't know if it was supposed to be Benjamin Whitmer or if he just said that to be a smartass. Um, BJ Whitmer. Yeah, but uh, they're pissed off that uh, Titus and Whitmer got a, a title shot when uh, you know, wrestling's greatest tag team should get that title shot. And I was like, well, they beat you. Like well, we beat their ass in Toronto. It was like they beat you more recently, so they're getting their title shot. But. If they yeah, want so you, title if, shot. Yeah, if you if you want title shots, you gotta come actually like work. Yeah, so we find out it's gonna be Wrestling Scariest Tag Team versus CNC Wrestle Factory for our opening match. Which they still don't announce them as it, but Kevin Kelly did call them CNC on commentary. Yeah, good. But they're not billed as CNC Wrestle Factory yet. Yeah. Um you know, Kevin Kelly solo doing a great job. Uh, putting what do you call Caprice? Very elastic, he said. I thought that was pretty. That, sound, that sounds like something you'd say. Um, you know, and they're just saying, talking about how Shelton and Charlie have changed so much in the past couple of years, and they doesn't even recognize them anymore. Um, you know, like I always like to say, well, you know, styles make fights, and that definitely applies for this match. You know, you got the high flyers and elasticity of Caprice Coleman versus. You know, wrestling's greatest tag team. I mean, they're fucking brawlers. You know, and lest we forget, Rhett Titus and B.J. Whitmer on on the call. 
Yeah, about, about five minutes of the match. Yeah, they come on down. They uh they assist Kevin Kelly because you know Kevin Kelly needs all the help he can get. Uh that's not true. Kevin Kelly will solo for hours. Um, but in between, we do get a quick uh ring of honor wrestling.com. Uh where Truth Martini reminds us, Will, there's no issues in the house of truth. They're no, we're we're not getting this match. We're not gonna get Elgin versus Strong. They don't want it. It's nope. gonna be it'll be bad for business. Yeah, and uh, we'll get more on that a little bit later, I'm sure. But, uh, but yeah, like Will said, we got Rhett and BJ on commentary. Uh, Rhett, Rant, and Raven, how, you know, Rusty's greatest tag team thinks he's a young whippersnapper, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but Kevin Kelly does bring up the fact that Rhett does have the best winning percentage against Rusty's greatest tag team of anyone in the locker room. So... But yeah, Rex had a rough year. You know, it started out, we forgot at the beginning of the year. I mean, the Young Bucks were beating the crap out of his knee. So he had that really horrible knee issue. And then uh, he went through some abandonment issues. So it sounded like he's throwing a little bit of shade there towards Kenny King, by the way. I don't know if you caught that or not. But um, yeah, and then BG just kind of puts over, uh, you know, Russell's greatest team. They're great athletes. They have horrible attitudes, Will. So. Uh, but all in all, what did you think of the match, Will? I mean, uh, well, in the end, uh, Caprice does his little uh, triple suplex thing, but uh, Shelton Benjamin blocks the last one. But, dude, that fucking powerbomb he hit on Caprice, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. He got all that cocksucker. Uh, but they Haas on the outside, and he, he bumps Whitmer. And then uh, Whitmer and Haas get in a fight. And, uh, dude, it was hilarious. I mean, kudos to Kevin Kelly. You know, Rhett just climbed <laughs> Over Kevin Kelly. <laughs> Kevin Kelly at one point's like, I hope you guys, you know, stick to commentary, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin Kelly kept his composure and he's definitely, my God, my God. Um, you know, Rhett and uh, Whitmer beat down Hoss. Uh, CNC double team Shelton. And then uh, Shelton hits that uh, that frog splash. Man, I swear to God, like, I see this every fucking week, but look like you came from goddamn Philadelphia. It's such a fucking smooth frog splash. And uh, yeah, I get the three count. And a uh, great, I don't know if you know some Will, but a great uh, camera shot because Kevin Kelly was losing his mind when they won. He smokes. They, they, they definitely need the win. They're definitely, you know, wrestling's greatest tag team is, is cool and all. They really don't need the rub. Like at this point, they're, they are the rub. Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely excited to see. I mean that the triple threat tag match where you have to pin the champs to get the belts. Yeah, the I, I really, I really like that stipulation because you take out the the crutch of oh, well, I wasn't pinned. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, either, you were. Yeah, either you're pinning or you're getting pinned. So, yeah, so yeah, kudos to Nigel to. Uh, because it's an interesting, it's an interesting story idea, right? If Caprice and Cedric or the Briscoes decide to pin each other, because then you get the win, but you don't get the belts. Yeah, you have to pin the champs to be, be the champ. So, can the match end if if they do that by accident? Yes. Oh, the match can end, but they said that the titles only change if the champs are pinned. Submitted. Interesting. Okay. Right. I. I. It's. It's refreshing. Yeah. Uh, not refreshing. Uh, Davy Richards. Oh wait. See no. this. If I took notes, 
Real We're quick. gonna hear from Davey Lloyd Richards later, but first we have a couple. Was a uh, we had one debut. Yep, debut for both these guys. Well, no. Uh, well, real quick, we did have a little commercial delirious. You know, and just so you know, you can buy DVDs from Ring of Honor at Wrestling.com. That's all I really got out of it. But uh, yeah, but we get no, we do get the debut of Bobby Fish using the Silas Young theme song. It's it's just uh, it's their their filler theme song. Somebody yeah. needs a song. Here you go. Versus Ryan McBride, who I th- I'm pretty sure we've seen this year. Uh, Is that the guy who? I mean, I wasn't really watching. Is this the guy that like Davy Richards like? Crushed and like, yeah, squashed in that that match there when they had the pay per view. Yeah, and this is pretty much a very similar match. Um, it lasted yeah. a little bit longer than that match, but uh, yeah, Ryan McBride pretty much did he did take an ass whipping. So for yeah, sure, we got Bobby Fish coming in hot from uh tag tournament in Japan. Yeah, with Eddie Edwards. You know they're putting over that uh Bobby Fish is a two sports star. But I guess it's kickboxing and MMA. Um, but I guess he had a couple boxing matches earlier in the year that he won. This year, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, he was highly recruited. Uh, he went through the dojo system, and he teamed up with Eddie Edwards. And then um, we also find out in this, uh, this match, uh, Will, that we are getting a new color, uh, color commentator with uh, Kevin Kelly next week. He did say I'm getting a new color man an awful lot. Uh, I wonder who it's going to be. I don't know because the person who was doing commentary when I started watching is not in a position to just be doing commentary. So It's not going to be Cole Cabana, is it? I mean, it could be. Yeah. What are you doing, Smokers? Are you just chewing good? But post match, we get some comments from Bobby Fish. He yeah. wins decisively. Yeah, he pretty much just knocks McBride out. He says, uh, you know, he's here pretty much because of Eddie Edwards. You know, Eddie Edwards really prepared him to come in here. He's looking forward to tangling with Kyle O'Reilly, Davey Richards. Wink, wink. Spoiler alert. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I'm really interested to see what uh, David Richards and Kyle O'Reilly Kyle had to say. So um, we'll see. But, dude, I uh, I noticed it. I've never noticed this before, but Bobby Fish got some nice packs. I was like, holy shit. He's in great shape. Yeah, I mean, he's in great shape. But, yeah, I was like, holy, he doesn't have Kofi Kingston tits. So. Well, didn't one of Kofi's, like, pecs, like, expl- like, implode or whatever? Oh, shit. Knowledge looks not as funny. One of them. I don't think it was both of them, but oh. can't wait to see what Cody Rhodes looks like when he's actually. Yeah, you shall see. I, I still get the heebie-jeebies thinking about how he wrestled that whole match and stuff. Everyone's just cranking him with the, those kendo stick shots. And it's like, I'd have hurt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> like an injured bear. Yeah. Um, but as Will alluded to earlier, next we do have a Davy Richards segment. Um, Davy Richards, you know, blah blah blah. With Doctor Davy Edwards, one uh, of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah, all personality. 
a little flop of cardboard. Yeah. Um, so I hope he never hears me say that, but it is what it is. Uh, no, yeah, Tom, everybody's got their strengths and their weaknesses. Dude's great in between the ropes. Amazing. It's just he doesn't have the the, pers- the pizzazz. Yeah. He doesn't have that outward charisma. Like, yeah, like Seth Rollins. Uh, <laughs> um, but David Richards wants to talk to Kyle O'Reilly. Um, he definitely wants to talk to Eddie Edwards, but Eddie Edwards is at Noah still. He's still overseas. So, but Kyle O'Reilly's in the back. Uh, and he comes out, you know, um, you know, Richards accosts him. You know, he's like, I fed you, I taught you, you know, friend, I introduced you to your wife. Yeah, I was like, wow. He's like, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you knew, but Kyle O'Reilly just got married. And guess who introduced him? I'm like, wow, that's kind of a dick move. So that's I, I thought that was better because I thought I was just gonna go uh guess who didn't get invited. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I didn't even get to go to your wedding. Um oh, and then O'Reilly with the fucking Oh, I just want my friend back. It's like, oh my god, this is so thinly veiled. Yeah. And of course, Davy Richards. The fucking babyface, the hubris, takes this guy at face value, holds his hand up. We get the singer. Yep. But, but before that, though, Will, were they chanting for them to kiss? Because the crowd was not feeling this promo. I missed that. I swear to God, they're just chanting kiss, kiss, kiss which I was. And uh, I mean, it's possible if there was a thought point where they were like, Face to face, I could that. Yeah, I I really think that's what they were chanting. Um, yeah, because kudos to Pittsburgh because they didn't give a flying fuck about this promo. Um, and even Kyle or I did like, hey, you know, everybody, do you want me to? Should you know, should Team Ambition get back together and go for those tag champs? What do you think, crowd? And they're like, oh, all right, cool. See, when he was doing that, I thought that was going to be the segue for what happened. Yeah. But uh, we'll continue. I'm sorry, um, David Richard. No, raised, you, uh, you, you, we, we, we raise a hand. We get the stinger. We get the woo, and O'Reilly just sweeps. David. I mean, it wasn't a great attack because very shortly after he was on the losing end. <laughs> yeah. It's you know don't don't start a fight you can't finish on your own. Especially but if you're going to soccer punch somebody. He uh he didn't have to do it alone because the security comes out, the refs come out, Bobby Fish comes out. Yeah. Well, I mean, keep in mind, Davey, Davey got Kyle in a pretty nasty ankle lock there for a while. Which, I mean, O'Reilly started it. Huh? You know, you, you start shit and you start getting your ass beat. I mean, that's your own fault, right? Yeah, that's, you know. But, uh, but Bobby Fish comes out. Yeah, and they think he's there to kind of keep the peace. Going to be a level head, but uh, nope. Um, that was a pretty sweet move because you know O'Reilly rolls out of the ankle lock, um, and then yeah, Fish just demolishes Davy Richards, and then he puts a I don't know what the technical term I just call the Gargano escape, um. They all, and then I did like how oh how Bobby Fish put it on there though because it's all like slow and technical. He's like, eh, eh, um, and Kyle O'Reilly's oh, it's all old timing. Yeah, he's like, oh, Davy, are you suffocating? Oh, Davy, can't breathe. 
now you know how it was like living with you, blah, 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 blah. So, um, Will, we may be seeing the formation here of Red Dragon. I think we just did. Um, I don't know when officially that will, will come, but uh, it's going to be awesome. It is uh, kind of like a, another kind of Jim Burley name, isn't it? Greek Dragon. I can see that on like an energy supplement. Team Ambition. Red Dragon. Yeah. Drink Red Dragon. Great pre-workout. Um, but before that, dude, we do get, uh, like Bill alluded to a bit earlier, we do get a Briscoe's promo. Uh, for final battle, um, you know, they're they're we got some Briscoe math. We got four pit bulls loose on a chicken, and uh, this is my weekly shout out to Mark Briscoe. You are a national treasure. Uh, but after that, will we get your favorite time of the week or your second favorite time of the week? Besides talking to me, um, inside Ring of Honor. You know, we're gonna get Elgin and Roddy, and this is where Truth really lets it all hang out. He's like, dude's going through it. I I, t- I talked to Cornette. He won't stop the match. But, you know, he's like, ah, that's okay. I'll, I'll talk to Roddy and I'll talk to Elgin. We'll get this done. Dude's losing his mind. He's like, oh, all that I've worked for. Not even not even trying to hide that it's, like, for his own personal gain. He's like, no, I worked all these years to get this to this point. Yeah. But, like you said, show he's, up. He's having a rough time. Took off his jacket, man. And he said, fucking don't get it twisted, man. The truth is fucking ripped. So it's good to see. Uh, but we do get some seeing Generico highlights. Uh, we do find out, you know, that Generico did beat Kevin Sting at uh, Final Battle 10, where, or 2010, I'm sorry, where Sting was, uh, you know, out of Ring of Honor for six months or nine months. And then uh, we, you know, highlight, obviously, like we talked about earlier, CNC versus Scum versus Dem Boys. Uh, the champions do have to be devolved in the decision if it's going to be for the belt. Um, then we get a second Briscoe's promo in about 48 seconds. Um, but yeah, it was wild. I didn't understand three quarters of what Mark said, but I just knew it was all great. Some both flapjacks, curveballs, and heaters. Um, you know, they uh, their friend Nigel McGinnis threw him, you know, threw him a curveball, threw him a screwball. He's like, and Mark's like, we just locked the heaters. Um, fucking great. I, I, I loved it. It was, I don't know what they like, along with Will, I don't know what they said, but um. It was awesome. Listen, Mark Briscoe, you are a national fucking treasure. That's the bottom line. Um, but for some odd reason, you know, I, I'm just looking at Jay. He's all clean cut and everything. And uh, it would have been interesting um, if Jay Briscoe had gone to, like, the NFL. Can you imagine, like, Jay Briscoe, like, I don't know, like, being an NFL player and being all wild and crazy like this on TV would be awesome. Like him, like being like retiring and being like a sportscaster, be fucking money. They would not put that man on a live mic. <laughs> I don't know. They put Rush Limbaugh on a live mic for a little while, so no. Listen, listen. Their their standards are much lower. Yeah. Lucas, what are you doing? My cat's chasing something. Anything else in the inside ring of honor, Tom? Um. Yeah. Actually, real quick. Uh. Yeah. J. Or. Yeah, we get Matt Hardy. They're not, it's not for the title. It's just for respect. Blah, 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 blah. Adam Cole. Oh, that's uh, right. We get the, the Jay Lethal promos in this too, right? Real quick, yeah. Jay Lethal's pissed. He's like, why the fuck does Generico get my title shot? You know, it's like, I'm mad. I'm like, I've been screwed out. So like we talked about last week, it looks like his match uh, at Rahway, which hopefully we see someday, uh, was not his survival to fit his title shot. So 
You know, no, maybe... but he can't get a title shot while Steen's champion. So yeah, so I guess we're gonna see how that works out. We're gonna keep that to ourselves. But Will, it's our main event. Time for the main event. Um, we got uh, Red Titus versus Red Titus, and I put my notes Red or Red slash Titus. Sorry, Red uh, slash Titus. Yeah, it's Red Titus and BJ Whitmer, friend of uh, um, Will's football mortal enemy, Brad of the Brainbuster Brain Buster Boys. Um, right. Steelers are terrible. Steelers lost to the Bengals on Sunday. How could Packers lost to Titans, I think? They're done. So, yeah. The, yeah, the, the buzzsaw BJ Whitmer, I heard Kevin Kelly throw out there at one point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, real quick, Kevin Kelly does have to admonish, you know, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fisher being jerks. Uh, jerks but, um, you know, this match was, I mean, it's four brawlers. I mean, these guys are just beat the piss out of each other. Um, and like I said, I have to, I have to shout out Steve Carino here at this point, man. He looked really good in this match. Yeah. Yeah, for his age and everything. So, uh, good back and forth. Uh, but until, you know, Whitmer throws Jacobs, you know, gets that suplex over the ring. Um, well, actually, no, I take that back. So, BJ Whitmer somehow throws Jimmy Jacobs, but Jimmy Jacobs turns into a spear on Rhett. Somehow, um, I don't know how that happened, but it looked cool. Uh, then Whitmer grabs uh, Jacobs and he goes over the suplex, and Jacobs gets uh, kicks out of it, and they both sprawl over the top rope. Um, but then Will, all of a sudden, over wrestling's greatest tag team, they come out and they mug the shit out. You know, they start beating the crap out of Whitmer, uh, and they break his back on the guardrail. His back is broken, according to Kevin Kelly. It's like Bane in the Batman. Yeah, and uh, Scum double team Rhett for the win with uh, and wrestling greatest tag team on the map or on the map. So Scum retained. So it's going to be Scum in uh, the tag team match, and uh, you know basically Scum uh, w- um, waves wrestling's greatest tag team into the ring, and they kind of finish the job on Reptitus. Yep. So that was kind of our main event. Um, solid match. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying this is like a, a ear, like a dog year one. Like when we're talking about like the best episodes of the year, is this going to be one of them? Maybe not, but keep it going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, advanced storylines. Um, I just think you know the 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 really shitty in ring promos kind of killed the match a little bit or the episode for me. Um, well, that's what happens when like a third of the roster can't cut a promo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but all in all, I mean, like I said, so Will, I mean, you would have you would have tuned in in the future if this is your first Ring of Honor episode TV show. Yeah, I mean, I would even say if I go back the last couple weeks, I probably would have been feeling pretty good about tuning in. They said they don't really have like seasons, but like last week really felt like kind of like a season premiere kind of deal. Yeah, kind of. We're getting like Glory of Honor. Moving forward, here's the new like power dynamic, and it's like, yeah, you know, all the in-ring stuff. We got Kevin Kelly's like, well, now I need a new commentary partner. I don't know who it's going to be, but I'm going to get him next week. Yeah, I kind of wonder who it's going to be. I'm curious. Like I said, I'm curious too because when I started watching, there was somebody on commentary with Kevin Kelly, but that person. 
is not in a position to just be a commentator right now. I don't think they're getting moved yet. Who is that person? Did they wrestle tonight? They did. Okay. Referred to no commentary in the recent past? Yes. Okay. Usually as a special when like a particular person is wrestling. Oh, okay. I was thinking somebody else. Okay. Interesting. It's Carino. Okay. I think I was thinking Caprice, but okay. No, Carino. Uh when I was dabbling in Ring of Honor initially, it was Nigel was like GM. Right. Kind of position, and then it was Kevin Kelly and Steve Carino on commentary. Hmm. But I don't think they'd move Carino now because he's still tag champ, and I'm assuming he's going to be the tag champ at least up through final battle. Final battle. But you know, your thought of Colt Cabana, I mean, not a bad idea. Yeah, he goes back on commentary later. Yeah, because I think he was out of the WWE by 2010, I think. Don't quote me. He's no no stranger to Ring of Honor commentary, so. Yeah. And uh, didn't Daniel Bryan get fired from WWE and then came back like two years later? Yes, because during the initial NXT Nexus jump thing, he choked Justin Roberts with a tie. And they saw that on camera and said, no. <laughs> How long was he gone? How long was that? It was like. It was only like a year and a half, two years, I think, something like oh, that. That's a long time now, so. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, all in all, I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to beg. I mean, we're 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 not back to fighting February by any means. Um yeah, this is definitely middle of the road. Definitely intrigued. I mean, storylines were we're we're gearing up towards uh, you know, final battle. I mean, we know more about final battle two thousand twelve than we currently know about final battle twenty twenty two. Um, you know, so you know, I, I suppose you can't really do much because your your Ring of Honor champion just did wrestle um at your pay per view last week, but um, yeah, it was a good episode. I am, you know, I'm looking forward to Final Battle. We got some things in the works for Final Battle, but uh, other than that, will I mean, it's getting to be that time. You know, uh, I gotta get up here in a couple hours, jump on the bus. Uh, but is there any other final thoughts you got for the high fivers before we pull the train to the station? Nope, just the usual stuff. Shouts out to the Shining Wizard podcast. Happy 11 years. Yeah. Friends brought, brought us together. Thanks to Visionary Global Media for on. giving giving Tom the, the space, the creative freedom to have a podcast. Thank you, Tom, for having me uh, derail and be a part of this podcast. I mean, And uh, to our listeners, hopefully there's double digits of you. Happy... Uh, by the time you hear this, happy Thanksgiving. Hope we survive Black Friday. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, belated Thanksgiving. So, yeah, this will be dropping in a couple days. So, well, Will, thank you so much. Uh, happy Turkey Day to you and uh, Brittany and everybody. But uh, high fivers, we'll talk to everybody next week. <laughs>